Hello and welcome to the Mindful in Minutes podcast, a guided meditations podcast brought to you by Yoga for You. I'm Kelly, and today I'll be leading you through your meditation. So go ahead and get comfortable, settle in, and enjoy your meditation practice. And now a word from our sponsor, Better Help. So you know that I love to take care of my mind through meditation and introspection and single-pointed concentration, but how well would you take care of your mind if you had to keep the same one for your entire life? Which we do because that's how our brains work, so why don't we treat them that way? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life, so it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy, not just through meditation, but also through therapy. So that's where BetterHelp Online Therapy comes in. You've heard me talk about them before. I'm going to talk about them again because you know how important therapy has been in my life. It really helps me to just dig deeper and to look beneath the surface and kind of connect the dots between things in my life so that I can just move forward living a happier and more fulfilled life life. So BetterHelp is online therapy. It offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And not to mention it's more affordable than in-person therapy. And I love how fast it is. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And right now our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash minutes. That's betterhelp.com slash minutes. Hello everyone. Welcome to this freeform episode of the Mindful in Minutes podcast. I'm Kelly and today we're going to talk all about intuition. So we'll be talking about the specific practices that you can do to strengthen, test, and harness your intuition. So just a quick reminder that there are still some spots in the yoga for you pop-up trainings in Toronto and Bristol. So if you're listening and you're like, wait a minute, I'm in those areas, or I could go to those areas and I want to learn how to teach either restorative yoga or yoga nidra, this announcement is for you. So I will put all the information in the show notes. I will be in Toronto in August and September. I'll be in Bristol at the end of September and into early October. I would love to have you at one of those trainings. They're just such special fun events. So I'll put all the information there. It's also of course on my website. So let's dive right into intuition. So I feel like this is one of the things that I get asked about a lot, which is how do I connect with my intuition? How do I know if I'm hearing or what I'm hearing is really my intuition and how do I strengthen it? So that's what we're going to dive into today. Okay. So the first thing, how do you know if what you're hearing is really your intuition? This one is pretty simple. That doesn't mean it's easy, but it's simple. And you just have to go with your gut on that one. You have to go with how it feels Intuition has so much to do with how our body reacts, right? Our gut feeling, like how do we react to different things? Like that's such a big piece of our intuition. So you have to ask yourself, does this feel right and in alignment? If the answer is yes, then it's in your intuition because your intuition will never lead you astray ever. So if it feels good and it feels in alignment, you feel strongly about it, or maybe you're feeling like this pull towards something, that's your intuition. If you're doubting it, 
you may just be overthinking. So try to think less, trust more, and lean into how you're feeling. Overthinking is absolutely your intuition's worst enemy. You can overthink your way out of anything. Like even the biggest nudges from your intuition, you can absolutely overthink your way out of it. So if you are the kind of person that just generally tends to overthink things and you're like, oh, I don't know, like, is this my intuition or is this or is it that, isn't that? How does it feel in your body? And then trust that. Try your best to not overthink it. Overthinking is like just really gets in the way of your intuition. So then how do you connect with your intuition? So now that we kind of understand, you know, how do I know if it's my intuition or something else? And it's really just relying on like your body and how it feels and trust. How do you actually connect to it? So connecting with your intuition is like building a relationship with someone. You aren't just going to be like, oh, hi, hello. We're full force best friends now. I trust you fully and we are always in lockstep and in alignment. That's not how it works. Chances are, if you're just starting to get to know someone, you're building a relationship with someone, it takes time to get to that place. You have to do a lot of this intuition work, the connection work, and the strengthening work in order for you to really be able to connect and to get into that like lockstep, I live for my intuition kind of place. And you have to slowly work on connecting with your intuition and ease into it. It's very much like a muscle that you can work on strengthening, but you need to have realistic expectations. So you probably wouldn't just go into the gym and be like, okay, I'm going to lift weights this one time, and then I will have like the strongest, most defined muscles ever. That's not totally how it works. We have to go in and have realistic expectations like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lift these weights. It will be challenging. And over time, I will gain strength. That is what it's like when you're trying to connect with your intuition and strengthen it too. We need to have realistic expectations and realize that it's a process and that it takes time. And also start small. You just doing these little daily exercises to strengthen your intuition, and we're going to dive into those exercises here in a moment. You just start small, right? So very much just like going to the gym, you're not going to like lift the biggest, heaviest weight you possibly can one time and be like, okay, I'm done. You're going to start light. And then as you gain strength, you then will start lifting heavier weights. It's the same with your intuition. Just start small, doing little daily exercises and over time you'll build strength. And I also like to start with using or strengthening or testing my intuition when the stakes are low. So just like, for example, I, when I was working on connecting to my intuition and I give this exercise to a lot of my students and my private clients is like, if you're trying to decide what you're going to have for breakfast and you're just standing there with the refrigerator door open, looking in like, oh, what am I going to eat for breakfast? Just ask your intuition, like, what does my body need for breakfast this morning? And then give it what, whatever it says, like what your body is asking for. Like stakes are small there. Um, just listening to your intuition as to what your body needs for fuel in that moment. It's not, you know, you're not trying to decide, should I take this career path or that career path? It's just breakfast. So give it a try and just little things, right? Or should I take this way home or that way home? Just Trust your intuition and take that route. And you don't have to constantly think about, oh, I wonder if it was the wrong thing. Should I have taken the other route? Nope. 
Just ask your intuition, follow through. We're building a relationship and we're building trust between us and our intuitions. Then over time, you can work up to bigger things and the stronger your intuition becomes, the more you can trust it. And it's not really about how strong your intuition is. Our intuition is already strong, but we are the ones that need to work on listening and understanding the unique messages and signals that our intuition sends us. And that piece is so important. Yes, I'm talking about the intuition kind of like a muscle and it can get stronger over time. But what's really happening is we are actually the ones that are making the changes and that are then able to better listen and interpret our intuition and building that connection. Your intuition is already strong. It's your gut reaction. But are we listening to it and are we doing something about it? Are we connected to it? That's what we're really working on here. This episode is brought to you by Inside Tracker. So when it comes to your health and longevity, I know that you hold nothing back. And I absolutely love Inside Tracker. They have products that have already helped thousands of people improve their lives by improving their bodies from the inside out and using personalized recommendations for nutrition, supplements, and lifestyle. And they're optimizing everyone from elite athletes to busy professionals to stressed out parents like me. And what I love about Inside Tracker is that you get it's data driven. It's customizable. You know I love some good data and science and how it works is you get a test. It is a simple blood test and then you can get all of this information like your inside age, which we all know. I was like my inside age is like 10 years older than my actual age, uh, but I'm working on it. And you can, you know, get all of these different biomarkers tested. You can get a really clear look at what's happening inside of your body and get like that full picture of health and I found that getting tested it was so so easy and simple and I also included I got some DNA tests like I learned that based on my genetics I am um, more likely to be resistant to caffeine so be able to take more caffeine than other people which uh, explains a lot and so right now for a limited time you can get 20% off the entire inside tracker store just go to insidetracker.com forward slash mim that's insidetracker.com forward slash mim Okay, so let's dive right into these intuition strengthening exercises. So I actually did a um, unlock your intuition workshop at the uh, retreat in Ireland, the Illuminate Your Soul uh, retreat. And then we also did this workshop, uh, the one day retreat. And it's so, it was just, it was very fun. It was a very lovely workshop, if I don't say so myself. And uh, we did some of these and they're what I called the intuition games, kind of like I don't know. I shouldn't say like the hunger games for your intuition. That's like a little intense, uh, like the Olympic games for your intuition. And so very much so when you're working on strengthening and connecting to your intuition, you are going to do a lot of different exercises and they can be fun. You can practice like these little games, um, and you can also do these specific exercises. So that's what we're going to dive into. So the first one you guys know by now, every time the first thing I'm going to say is meditation because uh, it absolutely works and it's very powerful. So doing a third eye meditation. So the third eye, the space between the brows or the third eye chakra, that is the space of our intuition. So that is where it is believed our intuition resides, that third eye, right? So if you um, want a good like uh, I don't know, like a good meditation yoga joke. You can be like, ugh, they were so annoying. I rolled all three of my eyes. 
<laughs> which like maybe only I think that's funny, but I love just like a good like, yoga joke. But um, yeah, so anyways, back to uh, the topic. So our third eye, uh, if we do a meditation, so maybe we focus on this area. So we just bring our awareness to the third eye center. Maybe we do some alternate nostril breathing to really activate the space in between our brows. Maybe we see a light right at the third eye center. Maybe we repeat a mantra. I am connected to my intuition, but meditating on the third eye and your intuition specifically is such a wonderful way to not only connect to this space, but to strengthen it because you're really building that bond between your intuition, which allows you to then be able to listen to it and interpret what it's saying. And I find that a lot of times in meditation is when I get a lot of intuitive hits. And I think it's because, you know, when you quiet the mind, it's easier to then listen to the signals that the body and the intuition are sending you. So that is a huge one. Um, intuition meditations, third eye meditations, a wonderful way to connect with this space. Now, next, listening to your body. What is your body telling you? What guidance is your body giving you? Checking in physically. Now our bodies can give us so much information just by going off of like what we feel, right? That's why they call our intuition, your gut instinct. Like it just comes from your gut and checking in physically with your body, seeing if it's telling you anything, doing like a little scan or checking in. Just listening to the signals from your body can be such a good way to connect with your intuition, not only because we're connecting to like our gut instinct, but also because you'll be able to notice if something is going on within you from your body. So like if your chest is tight or you're feeling tired or you're feeling run down, like that's a signal that maybe we need to slow down or intuition is telling us that we're doing too much. Like trying to connect intuitively to your body is also a wonderful practice. And I like to do that just by kind of checking in each day with my body. So I do this very quickly in my meditation practice is I just part of my practice is I just check in with my body. Like, how is it feeling? Is it sending me any signals? Like what's going on in that space? The next practice, the intuition games, which dare I say are quite fun. So when you are, let's say you're going outside and you're walking, like you can kind of test your intuition. So if you hear a car coming behind you, try to intuit what color the car is before it passes. Or maybe you try to intuit like how someone is feeling or doing. And then you can ask them, you know, a little bit later, like, how are you doing or what's going on in your life? And just make it very fun, very lighthearted, like just being like, oh, I hear a car. I wonder what color it is. Or, oh, that person seems like they're having kind of a tough day. And then just check in with them later and be like, how are you doing? How was your day? And just see what they have to say to see if maybe, you know, your intuition picked up on anything. You also can do fun things with other people. Like we did this one on the retreat treat where you can get you know like a box of crayons and uh, you can have someone take a color and hold it in their hand so that you can't see and then you try to with your intuition guess what the color is of that crayon or you know anything else anything that's colored you can try to guess like what color is in their hand so that's kind of a fun way to um 
so yeah, just like those fun little games that you can do either with yourself when you're just out and about, or, you know, if you're with all of your like woo-woo friends and you guys need a good like party game, you can suggest like, oh, let's do like an intuition test. It's very, it's very fun, I think. Another practice is speaking to your intuition daily. So follow up on what it says or what it guides you to do, even if that just means like checking in or asking a question daily. So daily maintenance with your intuition, checking in, like I said, asking that little question, you are going to make so much more progress and connecting to that space. If every single day you're just doing a little bit of maintenance, a little bit of checking in, a little bit of work of talking to the intuition and then practicing interpreting what it has to say. Um, Getting quiet, taking a little internal retreat, turning off the noise. So the quieter we can get, then sometimes the easier it is to be able to listen to those nudges from our intuition and our gut instinct. So if you really want to connect, you could take a social media break. You could take, I call it like a quote, noise break, but noise can be anything, right? Noise can be social media. It can be media or the TV. It can be, you know, people around you. It can be different opinions. Like there's so many different things that create like noise in our life. So taking a little noise break and seeing if that doesn't create a little more space for you to be able to listen to your intuition and to connect with yourself. Sometimes you can get messages mixed up or the information that's coming in can kind of get drowned out if we are constantly stimulated and bombarded with all these different things and just not being very quiet and present. I don't know why quiet was just so hard for me to say, but it was quote, quote, quiet. Um, That one was just tricky today. And I mean, honestly, what doesn't become, well, I'll answer my own question. It's going to say what doesn't become easier when you get quiet and still and turn inward. A lot of things actually kind of get harder, like being able to like focus or finding contentment. Um, there's a lot of things that get trickier once you slow down. But I will say, I can't really think of much that can't be somewhat improved through stillness and quiet and introspection. And that definitely applies to your intuition. Now, another thing that you can do is write down the messages that you're getting from your intuition and keep track of the ones that I'm using quotation marks came true or were accurate. So you could keep like a little journal where you write down um, these nudges or these feelings that you're having and you can just kind of make a note of it and then reflect on it later, look back on it and see, you know, which ones were accurate. And I think you will be surprised one at how many are already accurate and also how many little intuitive like nudges you're getting throughout the day when you pay attention. But then I think you'll also find that you will become even more accurate and that these nudges will become stronger the more that you practice with your intuition and do these strengthening exercises and just that little daily maintenance. So just writing down because sometimes in the moment like you get this intuitive nudge and you just kind of get the nudge and then you do something about it and then you forget about it. So sometimes just writing it down can be a great way to track it and to see like what's actually happening and if you are strengthening your intuitive space. 
So my final uh, strengthening exercise is maybe doing some kind of energy work or past life work or any of those like fun, lovely um, practices that can really help awaken your intuition. I have found that for me in particular, like energy work or being around people who are very intuitive kind of helps to like spark that in me. You guys know that my um, energy healer is Cassie Ewell. She's been on this podcast before but I find that sometimes doing some of those like energetic healing modalities can be a really great way to kind of clear the energy but also ignite um, my intuition within plus it's kind of a fun way to like go treat yourself and like do a past life regression which you guys know Gina Seaval she is my favorite um and I will if I remember I will link to Cassie and Gina um, in the show notes or like recently I did like a birth chart reading anyways doing some kind of like energetic work I find uh, to be really useful when working with the intuition because if you think about it the third eye is you know the third eye chakra one of our energy centers when we do things like energy healing even when we do things like acupuncture um, or we do some of this internal chakra energy system work we're clearing out the gunk so that then we'll be able to utilize that energy and to keep the energy flowing within those different chakras including the third eye so if you can keep the energy clear and flowing it just helps everything so i find that that is just another kind of fun special thing that you can do to connect with your intuition and that is, that's it. Those are my favorite intuitive strengthening, uh, intuition strengthening exercises. And give some of these a try. I think that connecting with your intuition is very fun. I think it's very important. And it just is so useful. Like when you start doing just this little maintenance every day, connecting with that space, building its strength, then when the big things pop up in life and maybe your intuition is pushing you towards, you know, the road less traveled or the option that is not necessarily the easiest option, we've already worked on building that trust. So then when we have to use our intuition in times that are really challenging, we know and trust that the information that we're getting is accurate and um, is serving our greatest and highest good. So that is that. Um, our question of the day came from a lovely listener, Liz. And Liz was wondering why I record in a closet. She says, you're always talking about this recording closet. Why are you in there? LOL. So the reason that I am in that closet is simply, it's because of the sound. It's because of acoustics. So going into a closet is naturally going to be a quiet place. Also, I have sound panels all around. So soft surfaces absorb sounds sound waves where hard surfaces bounce and echo sound waves so going in a small place that has soft surfaces like sound panels all around it really helps to cut down on any of the ambient sounds and it makes it especially for the meditations that uh, that background noise is minimized and that my voice is really picked up clearly because that is what is needed not always necessarily for these freeform episodes but like when you're trying to meditate I find that you know by and large people are much more sensitive to ambient sounds during a meditation practice and so sitting in that little closet that I've converted into like a little sound booth um, is how I do the best that I can to make sure that um, the meditations that you know my voice comes through nice and clear so that is why I am in uh, my my closet 
And what is, let's see, one thing that is bringing me joy or happiness right now? Hmm. You know, I have actually, I've I haven't been reading as much as I would have liked. Like ever since Porkchop was born, I haven't been reading as much as I used to, but I have picked up just like a couple. I've been listening to like some audiobooks like while I've been like packing and like getting some things ready for events and things or even just like doing just chores and things and I've been listening to like even like teen like young adult like I don't know what you would call it, like drama I don't know. Um, not Twilight, but like Twilight-esque. And even something like that, like just listening. Usually when I read, it is like a book on something specific, like on meditation or on intuition or on like auras. Like it's, I'm reading to learn and I've really just been enjoying, like I just love a good story. So listening to just like a fun, low stakes story, like on an audiobook, I've just been finding very like nice and delightful. So I can't say that the ones I'm listening to, there haven't been any that I'm like oh my gosh that's so good I need to recommend it so I don't necessarily have like book recommendations for you but I have just really been enjoying kind of just listening to like a good story while I've been doing chores and doing some um just kind of little behind the scenes things so you know just nice little simple audiobooks that's what's bringing me joy right now so that is all that I have for you today I hope that you are doing well and I am sending you gratitude and I don't know. Maybe our paths will cross soon. My intuition just told me to say that. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) My intuition was just like, maybe tell people that you're going to see them soon because I hope I do get to see you soon. So maybe our paths will cross soon. That's all I'll say. All right. Have a lovely day.